Venezuela. Two, to lay out a winning strategy. Any reader needs to judge the reliability of the book's author, and I'll tell you about myself so you can make an informed decision. I don't fit the stereotype most people have of a military officer, never mind a career intelligence officer. I had a successful career in the United States Army, but I'm a maverick, an atypical square peg in a round hole, as both my friends and critics will attest. My maverick direction started when I was a lot younger than I am today. I've fought in this war on physical and bureaucratic battlefields from Afghanistan, Iraq, and African jungles to the highest levels of the United States intelligence and military establishments. I know our enemies better than most experts, and I'm plenty scared. We could lose. In fact, right now we're losing. To make matters worse, our political leaders insist that the war is going very well, and the scores of professional analysts who know better are being censored when they report the truth to their superiors. I know this story firsthand. In 2014, I was fired as the director of the Defense Intelligence Agency after telling a congressional committee that we were not as safe as we had been only a few years back. Others who want to tell the truth about the war are fighting back against their censors. In the late summer of 2015, dozens of military analysts protested that their superiors at CENTCOM, the Central Command for the War in the Middle East, were blocking or altering their reports on the true course of events. That allegation was then investigated by the Pentagon's Inspector General. The story was leaked and congressional hearings were held. This book shows that the censorship isn't new. It has been going on for years and threatens our ability to win. I also have a lot to say about Iran, which is responsible for killing hundreds of Americans in Lebanon, East Africa, Iraq, and Afghanistan. We've known about Iran's murderous activities for many years, and you'll learn how we knew it and how the information was long suppressed by two consecutive administrations. There's a lot of information on Iran in the files and computer disks captured at the Pakistan hideout of Osama bin Laden. Here, too, the censors have been busy. Some of it, a tiny fraction, has been declassified and released, but the bulk of it is still under official seal. Those of us who have read bin Laden's material know how important it is, and I'll tell you as much as I'm allowed. Other information about Iran comes from the battlefield, where the Iranians have killed and maimed our troops and continue to do so. I'll tell you how we uncovered the Iranian network in Iraq, largely by the use of spies who went back and forth between the two countries to gather the truth for us. Then there are the terror groups, principally ISIS and Al-Qaeda. By now, we have seen so many horrific acts, from beheadings to crucifixions and burning captives alive, that many attentive people imagine them to be savages, barbarians. They are certainly barbaric, but they are driven by a systematic vision of how to conquer the world and impose their religious ideology on all of us. Did you know that ISIS has long worked from a detailed written timetable for global victory? It's a radical Islamic Mein Kampf and was discovered by a courageous young female American journalist in Pakistan in 2015. You'll get all the details. We face a formidable group of terrorists and hostile countries, and we've got to be better prepared to compete or we will need to be ready to destroy them. That requires better strategy, as well as better intelligence, to which I devoted all my brain power and passion for a long time. I learned how to get accurate information, which goes hand in hand with the winning strategy, because both the information and the strategy come from the people, the citizens of these countries, 
caught up in the war itself. We must work closely with those people. They have the crucial information, and they will determine who wins. I changed our methods in Iraq in 2004 and in Afghanistan starting in 2010, and they worked. I hope to convince you that we face a potentially fatal challenge, which we must and can overcome. As you read these pages, remember that you don't have to be a military officer to see the global war. A man of peace, Pope Francis, has warned us of the gravity of our situation. Quote, Even today, after the second failure of another world war, perhaps one can speak of a third war, one fought piecemeal with crimes, massacres, destruction. End of quote. Francis said at a mass at the Italian military memorial of Redapuglia, and he knows the consequences. Quote, war ruins everything, even the bonds between brothers. War is irrational. It's only...